Okay, all right, here we are. It's me, John Park, and welcome to John Park's workshop, where we are gonna build some cool stuff today, talk about other cool stuff, pretty much it's all coolness. Also, some creepiness, because Halloween is coming. See, skulls. Uh, I am excited, because I think I may have worked out my difficulties with my audio that I had at the beginning of the show last week, so I'm not getting this womp 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 sound. Um, a little weird interference crosstalk going on in my mixer. That was from turning up the uh, headphone monitor output at a certain point. It goes womp, womp, womp. So none of that today. No womp, womp, womp. Uh, let's see. Let me go ahead and uh, say hey to the people who've come to hang out on the Discord chat. Hello, Discord chat. Look, there you are. There's people. Uh, hi, Todd Bot. Hey, Andy Calloway, Troy Gar, C. Grover, and others. Uh, and also, for the people who are watching us over on Twitch. If you want to discuss, come on over to the Discord for the chat. Uh, same with YouTube. Hi, YouTube people. Welcome. Uh, oh, good. C. Grover says that uh, the voice level is perfect, so that's great to hear. Thank you so much for checking on that. Uh, all right. Well, let's get this started. I think the first thing I wanted to uh, mention was that we've got uh, subscriptions open for the next Adabox. Adabox 14 is going to be released in November, I think later in November, uh, and it's going to be kind of a holiday-themed Adabox, and it's going to have some cool stuff in it. Uh, so go ahead and subscribe now, because we do tend to keep subscribers from quarter to quarter, so there's not a lot of new openings uh, if you aren't already a subscriber. So um, please, if that's something that interests you, Go check it out. In fact, we did the unboxing for 13 last week. Uh, and I'm going to use the, uh, this was what was in it, along with lots of other stuff. But we had our monster mask inside of uh, Adabox 13. And uh, I'm going to use that monster mask for a project today. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? Hey, have I mentioned the jobs board? If you go to jobs.adafruit.com, you can check out lots of... Uh, interesting makery, engineering-y, creative technology-ish types of positions uh, that are being posted on there for free. So it's free if you're posting uh, with a job opening. It's free to post your own resume if you're looking for work. Uh, a couple of new things on there. The EFF, Electronic Frontier Foundation, our good friends who are keeping the uh, internet free and private for us to use the way it was intended. They're looking for a community manager as well as a development director. So uh, if that's something that looks like it's up your alley, please go check it out. Love the EFF. They're wonderful people. Um, all right. Let's see. What else have we got? Uh, hey, how about a little coupon code for you? The coupon code for today is... Brains. And that's spelled B-R-A-A-A-I-N-S. That's right. Brains. Spelled B-R-A-A-A-I-N-S. That's brains with three A's. Uh, and uh, that's going to get you 10% off in the store. If you head to the Adafruit store, you might find some cool stuff. In fact, that's my little note to myself, my little cue, the segue to say... What's the product of the week? What have I picked this week as something that I think it's so cool that it should be uh, mentioned right here during this very broadcast? And that is the Halloween M4. The Halloween M4 
is a uh, sort of next generation version of our Halloween M0, which was the Adabox last Halloween. I think Adabox 9. Is that right? Uh, and this new one uses, as you might guess, an M4 chip. It's also got a higher resolution. So it's got more power, more memory, more speed, uh, higher resolution screen. It's now a 240 by 240 TFT IPS, viewable from lots of angles. A notably higher resolution than the previous, I think, 128 by 128 we had. Uh, or was that 120 by 160? I don't remember now. And uh, it's also got this uh, added coolness of NeoPixels around the edge. Check it out. I'll go to my overhead view of this because um, that's how cool it is. Look, there are NeoPixels. It's not just an eye that's looking at you, but it's also uh, making a statement. So there are four NeoPixels. These are these uh, 90 degree angle NeoPixels along the edges, little SMD tiny ones. And uh, those just enhance it, I think. We've also still got the capacitive touch sensors down here at the bottom that can be used to trigger things. We have uh, JST connectors for Stemma uh, I2C devices, as well as external buttons and switches and relays and things like that. Um, feather headers on it, so you can connect feather wings to it. So uh, that's, our, that's the uh, product of the week pick, and uh, you might want to go and check it out right there in the store, in the Adafruit store. I think it might be sold out at the moment because, you know, Halloween is coming, but uh, you can subscribe to be notified when it comes in stock. So please, go check it out. All right. Well, hey, this brings us to a little moment of joy that I like to call the Make Code Minute. Won't you check it out? Okay, so uh, let's let's prep some things here because for my Make Code Minute this week, I've got a cool little practical project that you can make using your Circuit Playground Express and Make Code, uh, and it is a type of bubble level. So for today's Make Code Minute, I'd like to talk about how you can use the built-in accelerometer as a level if you're trying to, let's say hang a picture frame or level a desk. So as you can see here in Make Code, what I've got going on, I'm first setting my accelerometer range to 1G, uh, which will make it a little more sensitive in the values that we're reading. And then I'm using these, here, let me minimize this for a second so you get a bigger screen. I'm using these uh, if, else if, else if blocks to test against the condition of the accelerometer reading on X being either below 20, uh, or I should say below 20 and uh, above negative 20. That's the little band where I'm considering us to be right in the middle. Uh, it's sensitive enough that I couldn't just use zero. And in that case, I set the two NeoPixels on the edges to green. If we are less than that 20, then we're tilted this way and we set two NeoPixels to red. And the opposite is true. If we're uh, greater than negative 20, we'll go in the other direction. Uh, you can see right here in the simulator that I can tilt the little virtual Circuit Playground Express to test this out. Uh, and if we take a look at my uh, down shooter, I've got it running right here. So right now, let me hold, hold it in my hand. You can see if I tilt this way, I'm too far in one direction, too far another, and just right. Oh, 
There we go. Just right. So if I set that on my desk, we might get it to... Yeah, it looks like my desk is level. That's great. Uh, so that's one way that you can create a bubble level right inside of make code, or rather, right, yeah, right inside the make code for the Circuit Playground Express. And that is your make code minute. Uh, and you know, another thing you could do if you wanted to take this up another notch is to use the y-axis as well. So that would be, um, you know, for, for two axes of level, kind of like what you find on a fluid head for a, uh, a camera tripod rig, something like that, where you want to check uh, a couple of angles. So I wanted to keep this one simple and succinct, but it would be a, a nice extension of the project to go ahead and add yet another axis to that. Um, all right, so... Let's see, what, I, I see lots of activity over there in the Discord. What are you people chatting about? What's going on back there? Uh, is that music messed up for anyone else? What music? Was the music messed up? Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Um, someone beating, uh, oh, it's playing double. Ah, uh, hmm. I think I know why. All right, well, I think I can fix that. Thanks for the heads up. Let's see. I'll do that. All right, this is just a test. Can you people uh, help me out? First of all, do I still sound normal? Uh, can you still hear me? Let's see. Looks like you should be able to, yeah? Uh, pop my level up a little bit. And yes, normal for me. Okay, so check this out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that uh, back and you tell me if this sounds okay. How was that? Did that sound right? Yeah, okay. Good, good. Thank you, Maker Melissa. Hi. Uh, it doubled at the end. That was my fault because I was hitting my... Uh, I was picking it up on the mic. Uh, yeah, okay, yes. Thank you. Adafruit, uh, I think that's Phil Tyrone saying he sent me an email. It's doubled up in Marcus. Yeah, I was outputting over my USB... Not that anyone cares about this, but I was uh, my USB audio interface mixer instead of over my... Um, Max speakers, which is what I normally do. All right, yes, yeah, uh, someone said it's standard operating procedure. You change and fix one thing, you break another. So hopefully that's all good now. Uh, we'll find out next week if I don't monkey with anything. All right, uh, now what I wanted to do is talk to you about the Make Code arcade game pick of the week. And this is kind of a mega pick. So are you ready for a mega pick? Let's, let's move that out of the way. In fact, let's move that out of the way. So my Make Code Arcade Game Pick of the Week is the Make Code Arcade Game Jam that was on itch.io or itch.io uh, last week, I believe it was. Uh, this was a game jam where everyone was asked to create, uh, anyone who wanted to participate, come and participate and create a five second game. Uh, had had to be five seconds. You can see if you're if you're watching the uh, little counter there at the top. Every time a game starts, it only has five seconds for the player to figure out what the game is actually about, and then try to beat the level. And it just goes back and lets you try again if you don't. This is based on that concept of the WarioWare games on Nintendo DS. If you remember those, they were manic and fun and insane little mini games. So. 
this game jam was that in that spirit. So uh, let me pop over to my make code um, editor, and this is the game. Now you'll notice in the JavaScript or in the blocks mode, this is a compilation of lots of games. So the good people at Microsoft on the MakeCode team were able to take everyone's game and fit them into essentially a container of a single game. Uh, if you go over to your JavaScript, uh, JavaScript section, you can see these multiple TypeScript files in the left here. So uh, this is a game where you're dodging things. This is a game where you're collecting things, a balloon pop game, a balloon collection game, and so on. So these are all of the different uh, games. If you go back and look at the, um, the website here, under submissions, you'll see here are all the individual games. So you can go and just check out an individual game, or you can download and play the mega game. And I thought just for fun, uh, I would show you on my uh, Pygamer, let me go to the overhead here, I've got uh, that one game loaded on. So there's a, a single file that you can uh, upload, and that will give you all of the uh, all of the games compiled into one. Oh, let's see. Do I need to reset? Something's happening here. Live demo. Yeah, let me turn it off and on. Well, maybe it's not going to play for us. Oh, that's too bad. I had it playing before, and I don't know what I've done. Uh, you know what? Just so you can see how the, how this plays out, I will plug it in. Get in. Get in. Get B. Uh, 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 and Let's reset it. You know what? Let me just see if resetting it once does it. Yeah, I think it wants me to re-upload it. So I'm going to go over here to my MakeCode Arcade. Uh, we'll go back to Blocks View. And in MakeCode Arcade, I'm simply going to pair the device. Uh, let me show you that as I do it. So here, uh, let's try pair device to the Pi Gamer. Oh, I see. I have multiple things plugged in, so it might be a little confused. And let's see if we can just download straight to the board. Otherwise, we can drag the UF2 file out in the file system. Uh, so I hit the uh, download to board, and since it's paired, it should be pushing that over to the Pygamer. Uh, and I'll switch the camera over to that. It says downloading. That's hopeful. It's done it. All right. So here on my downshooter, we can see it just told me cross. So I have to cross the road. Oh, I just bit it on that one. All right. So let's try again. Get over there. All right. So it gives you usually a one word instruction. Then you wait out the five seconds. So it says avoid. All right. I'm going to avoid all these dudes coming at me. Good job. I made it. All right. So this one, uh, some of these you just have to figure out by context. So there's guys with swords, and then there's happy little yellow creatures. So I'm going to guess I want to collect the happy little yellow creatures. Oh, try again. All right. Collect as many of it. Good job. Pet. All right, here I just have to figure out what do they mean by pet? I'm going to hit A. Dog petted. So uh, I recommend you check this out. Go. Uh, I'll put the link in a blog post about this, but you can also go uh, ahead and just check for either the last make code newsletter, a little plug there in the last make uh, code newsletter we mentioned. Uh, the Game Jam. Uh, you can just Google itch.io Microsoft Make Code Game Jam. And then, like I said, I'll put a blog, blog post uh, with the link in it. And uh, go check out either the individual submissions or grab that whole thing and play it. It's lots of fun. Uh, so that is the Make Code Arcade Game of the Week pick, which is a multi-pick. It is the Game Jam pick. So please check it out.
All right. Uh, so I think that brings us to our, uh, oh, someone said there was a stutter. Everything's going weird, huh? Does everyone see a stutter? Let's see if I click back on that. Probably not. Um, the, yeah, thank you, Adafruit. We got the Max Headroom uh, glitching going on here. I love that. Uh, in case you're wondering why I'm doing that, there's Max Headroom. So let's now get into it with the project of the week. So for the project of the week, uh, project build, I've got uh, a little something for your Halloween entertaining. And this is an idea that uh, Mr. Lady Ada found, I think, on like the Today Show blog or something like that. And the idea here is to start with a decorative skull of some kind and add to it deli meats. And that was the basic idea in, in the original um, form that we saw. So what we decided to do is try to take this up uh, uh, a little bit in uh, both food safety as well as entertainment value. So I don't know that I trust this uh, very inexpensive craft store styrofoam skull that's been painted with some, uh, some uh, darkening uh, paint here. I don't know that I trust that to be food safe, so I'm not going to lick it for sure. Um, and I'm not going to apply deli meats to it that I then expect people to eat. So uh, the first step in what I'm going to do here is to add saran wrap. So I just took some saran wrap and wrapped up this skull. Let me pull this out. And I've duct taped it or gaffer taped it to a tray here so it doesn't move around too much, but I'll lift it up. So you can see, um, so I've both wrapped it in saran wrap as well as cut out some key areas where we're not going to place the deli meats. And um, in order to keep the, the wrap sort of tucked in nicely in some of these skull details, I'm using some uh, little toothpicks, cocktail skewers, to, to push in uh, the saran wrap into this styrofoam skull. Um, so for this reason, I think the styrofoam skull is a good uh, alternate to the typical plastic skull. You could use that as well, but this is easy to work with. It's also a bit bigger than some of the um, smaller scale skulls that I use for projects. So this is the hardware store uh, plastic skull that I use for a lot of projects, but this, this styrofoam one, which I got at a craft store, got at Michael's actually, uh, seems to be a good good one for this project. Uh, now you'll see I've also added the uh, Halloween, and I'm using from the Ada Box 13 kit. We had the Halloween as well as the lenses and the acrylic lens holder kit, which once it's affixed has these two slots for adding your three quarter inch uh, elastic and triglides, so you can wear it like goggles. So I thought that'd be a good, easy way to affix that. You could also use screws or toothpicks or hot glue. There's a lot of ways that you could add that, but I thought this would work well. And then I've gone ahead and put another layer of saran wrap around that so the meat isn't going to touch any of those parts. And then I cut out uh, spaces just for the lenses so those, those will look nice. Um, here you can see I've put a, um, a very tiny pupil 
Um, it's actually the demon eyes in our graphic download kit that Phil B made, and I've just modified uh, the pupil size to be small and round instead of the slit uh, dragon style, and I'm not animating the texture back there. So it's mostly just these weird red beady eyes, which I thought was cute for our skull. Uh, so now, um, a couple other things I'll talk about with the setup. So I've got a tray here, and I'm going to go ahead and add meat to it. And I've got some uh, variety of meat, which gives us a lot of different strange-looking, uh, you know, muscle face meat-looking stuff. So I've got some prosciutto, uh, mortadella, capacola, and calabresi salami. And if you ask Mr. Lady Ada, he can, he can tell you some stories about other ways to pronounce capacola and mortadella. But I'm not going to say them. Uh, so that's one, uh, one aspect of this is that we're going to add the meat. And then another aspect which we may, if we have time, get into is that uh, you can see here I've got some jello. And I'm not going to turn this around yet, but that jello is actually made in a little inexpensive brain mold. And again, you can get these at craft stores or online. Uh, this is, I think, there's some that are silicone. This one, I think, is made from uh, HDPE plastic. So I sprayed it with uh, some uh, canola oil before putting in the jello so that it'll act as a mold release and get out of there because there's no hole for letting air back in. So you don't want it to stick. Um, for this to work well, we may need to actually build up uh, here or cut into the skull. So I may save that for doing my project tomorrow, or we'll see. It might be fun to, to make a mess here today. Um, so let's see. In order to, you to see this well, should I tip that back? No, I'll just work. Uh, how about I'll work towards the camera and we'll get a little view like that. Let's see if we can zoom that in some. Yeah, that might work. How about, uh, do I have something good to put that up on? Let me get a little Apple box. And this might also be a good project to add a little uh, dry ice to. Be a fun way to uh, step things up. Uh, and then I've got some nice crackers to put around it. So your guests will uh, be well taken care of. All right, so now I think I'm going to lay down a foundation of the prosciutto. And it's going to smell nice in here, and I'm going to get hungry. Uh, so we can start off. I think what I'll do is I'm going to tear this, or I may need to cut it, but I want to tear this into strips that are a little thinner. That's nice. We better eat that. So that we can get started going across. And so what I want to do is I want to leave some space for, um, let me turn this around for me for a second. Leave some space for the nose and the mouth. Those are the two main non-meat parts that we want to uh, make sure we accommodate. And I'm going to turn this like so. Maybe get this cheek. And just to get a quick effect of this. What I'm going to do also is leave a little space for um, using the <coughs> excuse me, USB port and the power switch. Um, so you can see, now I've got very meaty hands. Uh, let's go to... Big bench view. You can see here. Oh, I just had a camera die on me, didn't I? Um, 
that's okay, we'll use this, this camera here, well, and I'll go reboot that in a second. Uh, as you can see here, I'm leaving a little space right there, which is where I just cut a little hole for USB, and we can actually move the uh, on-off switch without uh, needing a hole for that. Let me just turn off that view for a second. And it's not even that hot here today. I, I, I will tell you, at some point I want to upgrade these cameras because that's a pain. Uh, all right, so now take a look at this guy. How about rearrange him like that? Oh, that'll work well. All right, let me I'm gonna just prop him up with a spare brain mold. There we go. All right, that's disgusting already. Now, you can... Um, it might be a good idea to go ahead and use the prosciutto uh, to cover large swaths and then we can go back with capicola and other meats uh, to add kind of gross diseased looking blotches, nothing against those other meats. Uh, but you can see that gives us a good foundation. Zoom in there a little bit. Yeah, look at that, huh? That is really gross. I love this. All right, so now uh, I'm going to continue on with a layer of prosciutto. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I guess this works because, sorry to all the vegetarians there, but that's exactly what uh, our prosciutto is. It's the meats that normally are clinging to the bones, right? Um, okay, so now let's move on to, uh, okay, the capicola you can see here is kind of darker and has a different pattern to it, so that'll be a nice, you can see it's this round piece, I'm going to probably break that up, and we just get different coloration and different patterns there, so let's, uh, let's add that. Work that on a little bit. There, yeah. Huh? Uh, so now um, we'll also want to get some under the uh, teeth here. So I'll go back to our friends, the prosciutto. When did this turn into a cooking show? That's what I wonder. Again, good question for Phil Torone. All right. So we'll lay in some jaw meat there and maybe overlap that with the torn off bit. Oh yeah, you get a nice little fold there and I'm gonna run that up there. I uh, can use some capicola again for that. And I washed my hands before this. I think that's kind of uh, goes without saying for any kind of food prep, but if you are gonna be expecting people to uh, eat this, please stay sanitary before you go. Manhandling all this meat. All right, nice little cheek piece here. And I will try to cover up some of the um, hardware there. Still, like I said, leaving open our uh, switch and USB port. Like so. 
And we'll try to extend this meat down here a little bit too. Uh, let's see, I think this salami, Calabrese salami has some nice color to it. So we'll grab a piece of that. Oh my God, this smells good. Okay, so I'm just gonna use that to extend a little further. There and there. Okay, I think that's looking really spectacular. Uh, and then you're just going to work your way around the, the back of it. But if we take a, let me take a chance on turning on that other camera, I can show you this from a front view. Are people on Discord discussing wide wine pairings with this? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> Probably a Chianti, right? That would be delicious. A Barolo, maybe? All right. Hey, look, that camera's working again, so let's pop over there. Put that on the bench cam. Guy back up. There you go, huh? Looking pretty good. Uh, you know, the, the red eyes, maybe that might work. Oh, he just lost a piece of meat. Careful, guy. Uh, maybe I'll switch to a more traditional eye. I think that came from there. Uh, as long as you don't use the blink, I think that's one of the key to selling the effect is that uh, my poor guy doesn't have eyeballs anymore, so you, you might want to. Uh, remove that blink. It also looked better. I have a lot of uh, bright lights pointed at here, so it doesn't, uh, it gives us a lot of reflection. Oh, all right, that piece just wants to be eaten. Mmm, delicious. Uh, so then, I recommend spreading some crackers around here. Um, and I think I will save the jello for the, uh, the guide, just because I want to prep the, the skull. I think it's just going to slide off of it right now, and I want to actually, I'm going to do it on a second one. I'm going to cut cut into the skull so that that looks like we've removed the top of the skull first. Uh, but that, I think, is the beginnings of an excellent Halloween centerpiece. So you can just encourage people to come with a toothpick and uh, some crackers and cheese and eat up their delicious meat skull d'oeuvres centerpiece. Uh, so before we go, uh, I will encourage you to Head to the Adafruit store with, armed with this uh, highly appropriate coupon code, which is <laughs> spelled B-R-A-A-A-I-N-S. Uh, and <laughs> Andy Calloway says, this is the first time I've seen John eating his project. That's just because I haven't been filming it before. I eat all my projects. Uh, all right, hey. That's it for today, and uh, I'll thank you so much for stopping by again. For Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. This has been John Park's Workshop. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for this project in handy learning guide form. And if you've got a party coming up, please do 
consider building your own brain centerpiece or a skull centerpiece. Thanks so much, everyone. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.